Alyssa, it was Valentine's uh-huh. Day this past weekend, and I have I have some some stories to share. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know those those like cookie in a small cast iron skillet things you can get at the store, and it's yep. just like one giant cookie you, you can get. So my mom decided to send one of those, like a, a heart shaped one of those for for valentine's day it's just like here you and rachel can enjoy uh have fun and so it it happened to be the friday night after valentine's day we we were like you know what we should finally make this cookie and so we're looking on it and it says included like you get the mix you get the cast iron skillet you get all of this stuff but you're going to need like a fourth of an uh, an egg yolk uh, and <laughs> a tablespoon of butter. Yeah, it was a it was some like yolk. It was some like very small amount of a yolk of a, a, a of an egg, and so we were just like, so not even a whole egg. Like, what? What do we do with this extra egg? This is so dumb. But we opened the packet up to start making it, and we can't find anything. There's nothing in 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 here except the cast iron skillet. <laughs> oh, it's just skillet and recipe. Yeah, it's oh. just skillet and recipe. I have the skillet here. It looks a little like a spade or like those little gardening shovels, right? That's exactly what what it looks like. But it was supposed to come with like the cookie mix and all that stuff. And no, somewhere along the line, it must have like fallen out of the packaging or something like that. Because we just got the skillet and no mix. <laughs> so there you now go. it's up to you. Yeah, you have to make the to mix. Us. Yeah, we were thinking about buying some cookie dough just at the at the store and putting it in there and flattening it out and stuff like that but who knows we shall see we shall see uh let's see that kind of leads me in so I, i i i can go two ways from this now cookies if you want to hear me continue to talk about cookies or what i personally did for valentine's day where choose your own adventure <laughs> All right. I choose to flip to Paige. Tell me what else you did for Valentine's Day. We'll talk about snacks Uh, later. Sure. So my partner and I uh, are not super big on Valentine's. Um, I I mean, we just think it's a little corporate, a little too competitive between partners or what you did the previous year. You have to up that somehow. Um, So we're just not the biggest fans. So I did what anyone would do in my situation when you don't really celebrate Valentine's Day all that much. I went to go see Madam Web by myself. <laughs> She's your date. Your date is Web. Yes, Hi, I'm yeah. Mr. Web. I'm Monsieur <laughs> Web. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, Madam Web. Did, did you by chance go see this? I was scared I would like it and that people would make fun of me. So I, I didn't go out of fear. I, I I mean, you are a person who generally tries to find the good in everything, which is something I think is as admirable. Uh, 
this is a hard one to talk about because I it, it it's a bad movie, but I also it's getting so much shit on the internet that I'm just like I I kind of don't want to trash it. It's like it's already that bad. Like I don't really need to say much else. Um, but it's not it's not necessarily bad in the same way that like Morbius was. Bad, bad, bad. Like, I like Morbius was kind of memeable because of the whole like it's Morbin time stuff mm-hmm. and all of all of that good thing. This is just a bad movie. Period. Like it's <laughs> it's not really memeable. They have some weird editing choices. Um, the main villain is mostly ADR, and you can tell. Like mm. it's they did not fix it to make it sound like his character is in the same room as anyone else. Um, it, it, it there's plot holes that just don't make sense. There's leaps in logic. That's like that's that's not how technology works. What are you even talking about? <laughs> um, there's an emotional arc in in this that has no right to exist in, in this. <laughs> it blindsides you. It is. OK. Wild. One of those. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of want to spoil it just because it blindsides you and it makes no sense. I, Um, I would, I don't mind knowing. I'd like to hear something that is, uh, if not positive, at least entertainingly baffling and not just, uh, yelling a bunch of insults. I, I do think that this will probably have some kind of cult status eventually, (laughs) um, but maybe not one of the like, it's so bad, it's good. It's the like, it's mm-hmm. so bad, let's make a drinking g- g- game and like do do something that fun value. with it like that. Right, yeah. Um, so the main character, Cassie is her name, Cassie Webb. Um, she is born in Peru and her mother dies in childbirth. So she mm-hmm. grows up in the foster system. We don't get to see most of that. We see her mom at the start of the movie as she's pregnant and having the child studying spiders in the Amazon out in Peru, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then we see her when she's already grown up. She's a paramedic uh, and her, her partner in the ambu- ambu- ambulance is one Ben Parker, um uncle ben uh and and so fast forward she gets her powers she's not understanding them exactly she doesn't really know what she can do so she goes back to peru where her mom was studying spiders where she meets the mystical spider people um and they like bring her to this sacred cave where she was born and they push her and it does the exact same effect that that dr strange did to peter parker where his like astral form got knocked out um but this like knocks her into the waters in the cave and she has this these like multiple visions and she kind of wakes up in one of these visions in a doctor's office and she notices that it's her mom who's sitting there g- 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 getting diagnosed by some doctor. To which Cassie then just blurts out, why did you hate me so much? <laughs> and I like I, I kind of had to stop and go, what? 
your mom died in childbirth. She didn't yes. know you. <laughs> like, there, there's, there's no chance for hating you. What are you talking about? And, like, it's not it's not a mystery that she, like, grew up in foster care or that her mom did die in childbirth. Mm-hmm. They weren't separated in that sense. Um, so, and, and, yeah, the movie then proceeds to spend the next, like, ten minutes trying to convince you and Cassie that uh, her mom does not hate her own child that she never got to know and, and like it has this like emotional beat of like oh my mom didn't hate me she loved me she did all of this for me and it's like huh what is happening here <laughs> like I don't I, I don't even know so yeah that that was <laughs> that's <Madden> wow. Web. <laughs> uh, that, that is a questionable choice I would have asked it her really another draft is. on that but it, it really is Yeah, uh, but that is what I did for Valentine's Day. I skipped out a little early on work and uh, went to go say it and was done by the time my partner got home. Were there many other solitary folks, singles there to see Madam Web? Solitary? I don't think so. There was an older couple off to one side. There was uh, another couple who I would assume is kind of around my age. There And then I think there was maybe someone either like a couple rows behind me or up in the like balcony, but there wasn't much of us at at all. There was like (laughs) five or six of us total. Um, So that was it. That was it. Madam Web, I saw it so you don't have to. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's what I, I did. That's my Valentine's Day. That's it. That's all. Ladies and gentlemen. If you did not know, <laughs> this is number 266 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, I just interrupted you to do our whole whole spiel. What were you about to say? You need to give me a countdown. You need to have something that you can flash on the screen where only I can see that tells me when you're <laughs> going to say the name of the show. Yeah, I, I see. I there there. Whoa, 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 whoa. There was a time when I was trying to figure out, like, how do I incorporate the intro to the show? Can I put a countdown on screen that only I can see <laughs> when I hit the Not button me. to do all of that? Or or even when I hit the, like, end button, the, like, YouTube end button, like, how, how much time do I actually have? Like, I, I try to kind of memorize it and be like, okay, I have, like, one more bar left in the little outro jingle, but sometimes I get done earlier than i thought sometimes i'm racing to get done and sometimes i get cut off (laughs) and that's it (laughs) uh but yeah i i i I, yeah (sighs) i try but i can't always to do it how are you melissa i'm fine uh as a single my valentine's day is essentially moot it is null it is a gray liminal day do you like buy yourself candy or something? Do you go like afterwards to get the like on sale? Can't, I guess that that is is it already Easter? Are they are they setting up for Easter now? I uh, they might be Easter's. It's early this year. Um, I haven't looked. I think I'm going to do that today. It's President's Day weekend, which means I can go to the vintage stock resale store with all the piles of movies, and they do their two mm. for one. Uh, buy two get one sale they do every holiday weekend like clockwork the minorest of holidays they'll sell you one free movie for two movies you buy 
And it's a great <laughs> opportunity. So while I'm at the Go. mall, I might also see if I can get some candy. Uh, I had some leftover Ben and Jerry's ice cream, the national food of the sad person. Uh, mm-hmm. And I ate mm-hmm. that and I watched Punch Drunk Love. Have you ever seen Punch Drunk Love? I've not, but I've heard the name. It's an early 2000s movie starring Adam Sandler in his first dramatic turn, written Mm, and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. It is ostensibly a romantic comedy, but it's a weird one. Like, it's about a, a guy who has seven sisters who constantly mock him. He runs a business trying to sell novelty plungers, to like different hotels. Like if you're a hotel on the Vegas Strip, it'll sell you a Vegas themed plunger with like dice like, in it in the handle. Like that or like here's a plunger, but it's just Elvis's head and you can p- plunge your toilet with <laughs> Elvis's head. Is, is that, Ret- is that Return the him to of- the scene of his death. No, <laughs> right, it, yeah. I think that the plunger, the plunger part is normal. The handles are customized. Uh, you okay. can buy one filled with rice for a, a wedding or a bridal shower dry okay. rice it's got the little cake topper on top yeah uh he's wearing the exact same blue suit every day he a tiny piano is dropped off out, <laughs> mysteriously dropped off outside of his work he's buying all these healthy choice puddings because of a scheme to try and get frequent flyer miles sure yeah that sounds about right for the early 2000s yeah (laughs) that one's based on a true story i don't think any of the rest of this is true surely there has been a man with seven sisters who mocked him but i don't think that man also made novelty plunger handles but the pudding part is accurate uh he he's starts dating this woman and also one night he's very lonely and he calls a phone sex line, not in a horny way. He just sort of wants to have very mild chit chat with this woman who's like sure, trying. <laughs> right. Yeah. She keeps trying to take it in a sexual direction. She's like, what are you wearing? And he's like, oh, my suit from work. She's like, are you going to take it off? He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> and then that woman keeps calling him and is trying to steal money from him. And he finds out where the headquarters is and he goes there and he yells at her boss, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh-huh. All of this happens in like 95 minutes. It's really jam-packed. It's really bizarre, but it's very, very sweet. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I've I had heard the name. I guess I just it was early 2000s, so I was a young teenage boy at that time so not like i really paid attention to rom-coms so (laughs) good well i'm glad you had fun with that indeed uh i also i i went to go see a rom-com uh Uh in the theaters this past week this was kind of my like actual valentine's day plans thing uh my partner and i went to go see lisa frankenstein um, mm-hmm. I also saw had, this one. We had a blast. This it's was fun. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think my partner liked it a little bit more than I did, but I, yeah, I had a blast. I think my favorite part was all the outfits that she yeah. was wearing <laughs> that are rare, rare references to uh, uh, other horror movies or characters in them. Um, mm-hmm. And like, 
just incredible like, she looks spot on it's like oh that's helena boehm carter but it's not it's her it's uh it's who yeah um yeah it's fun to see all those those influences but yeah it was it was good it was fun it was funny um super 80s super goth uh offbeat mm-hmm. good good fun time what did you think i i had a good time uh carla gugino shows up and just destroys as the wicked stepmother yeah that's a a supporting actress performance i hope is appreciated in the year to come bring her up for your consideration carla gugino yeah yeah i never expected a movie to use the iconography of the rocket shooting into the moon from that like 1912 silent film and use it in a horny way <laughs> yep. <laughs> the audacity really appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 great. I felt like it it wore its heart on its sleeve but was still like wholly its own thing. It's 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 not scary but it is very like horror coded. Um mm-hmm. there there are a couple gruesome moments. There are some kind of ridiculous funny moments um god i I loved the 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 scene where uh spurious's character uh just beats up the old guy and drives off and the kid is like hey thanks (laughs) bye yeah um yeah it was it was good it was fun but uh that's kind of what i've been watching that's my cinema corner for the week was lisa nice. frankenstein and madam webb um cool but i see I... You've, you've written down something something that i have seen but but it's been forever since i've seen it <laughs> a brief tv check-in i finally finished this past season of our flag means death and mm. i got back to perry mason they're both Good. on max and my roommate will go on max and frequently start and stop movies so it really crowds up my you're in the middle of watching queue, and I will like forget that I am watching a TV show if she has started four different movies and left in the middle of them, and that's all it shows me. So continuing some TV journeys over there. That's cool. I made one of the best choices a human can make for themselves. This past Friday night, I had a double feature of 2005 plane thrillers Red Eye and Light Plan. Yeah, so I've seen Red Eye. I know my parents used to own it on DVD. Uh, and I, I remember liking it at the time. It was like shortly after it came out. I don't think I ever saw it or heard about it in headers, but I've seen that one. I have not seen Flight Plan. Flight Plan is a, a great movie from the genre of Jodie Foster must protect her daughter in a Mm -hmm. limited space. It's this in Panic Room. Maybe another. Sure. I don't know her whole filmography. But she... Also kind of true detective night country now, right? (laughs) (laughs) I guess in the limited space of that town. She's not like locked in a building or a plane. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) She plays an aerospace engineer who is American, but she's been working in Berlin her husband dies and her and her young daughter are flying back to New York to 
bury the husband. And I don't know if they're mm-hmm. moving there or not. It doesn't really matter. And she falls asleep on the plane. She wakes up. Her daughter's missing. And it's a huge, like, double-decker plane with, like, a little spiral staircase. She's asking all these folks, did you see my daughter? You know, I, I brought my little girl up here with me. This is what she's wearing. She'd have this teddy bear with her. And nobody has seen her. And nobody remembers seeing her earlier on in the flight. And her daughter is missing. And she has no proof that she even brought her daughter with her. So it is very difficult to get anyone to take her seriously. I gotcha. I gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, that, that would be a good double feature there between mm-hmm. that and red, red Eye. How does Red Eye hold up? Red Eye's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, you've got two really killer leads there with Rachel McAdams and Oscar nominee Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. There's something magic about these 2005 plane thrillers because both Killian Murphy and Jodie Foster were nominated for Oscars this year. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then apparently the the TV show on Apple TV Plus or whatever it's c- c- called with Idris Elba, Hijack or, or something, ah. is is also supposedly pr- pretty good. I cool. heard. So I'll on, check on it out. Yeah, I'm down for more planes. There is a passenger who is just part of the crowd in flight plan. He stands up and shouts sometimes. He looks so much like Paul Blart Mall Cop. It is distracting. Really? <laughs> he doesn't look like Kevin James. I mean, he kind of does. But he looks like Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah. Yes. Like Wild. Kevin James was brainstorming this new comedy film. And he's like, gee, what should I look like? While I brainstorm, let me watch the Jodie Foster thriller flight plan. He sees this one chubby, mustachioed man and is like, I see myself in that. I could be like, that. He's, he's, I could be in a like, mall like that. Hmm. <laughs> I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I, yeah. In, interesting. Um, I'm glad that flight plan or... Um, red eye holds up because i i remember that being like it's it's a movie that's just really simple right like you're on a plane you can't really really get away from this one guy and he's just slowly chasing you the whole time Mm -hmm. uh and i remember it just being tense the whole time and is it it i I remember watching it with a few other people and it, like it was just a good time for us like screaming at the, at yeah. the like, Move! what are you doing? Go faster. Move. He's right behind <laughs> you. He's going to catch you. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, it is good for that. It's very 2005 in a very charming way. I felt nostalgic watching this. I thoroughly recommend both. Watch both. I started with Red Eye. Because I stumbled across it first, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I know exactly what I'm doing for the entire rest of my night. But if you would to, if you were to do it yourself, I'd say start with flight plan. It's more serious. It's more slow, and then go to the somewhat wackier red eye. I gotcha. I gotcha. That works. Um, I I did something else that I I, I did not write down uh, on my. Uh, cinema corner list here uh i also finally saw jennifer's oh perfect timing yeah i went back and 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 watched that one uh i enjoyed it but after spending years on tumblr where all i saw was 
gifts of that Mayavi. I thought it was a little overhyped, um, but also uh, did not recognize Chris Pratt at yeah. first when he sh- sh- shows up. I was like, is that? That looks oddly like that is. Wow. Holy <laughs> moly. That's Chris Pratt. Weird. <laughs> It happens. It was good. It was fun. Flight Plan also has one of these. There's one strikingly handsome male flight attendant you see for a couple seconds. Uh-huh. And I'm like, is that Matt Bomer? It is Matt Bomer. His <laughs> 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 looks stand out that much. You see him for two seconds and you know it's him. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's fun. Movies are fun. TV is fun. How's Movie uh, fun. How's- How's Perry Mason treating you? Are you into I finally season got, two now? No, I've got two more episodes left in season one. I finally mm, got okay. to the part where he is a lawyer, which is all I knew about the show going in. Yep. And that he is he, not they, a real person. <laughs> right. He, which I had to. My brain was still kind of in that space, even though that factoid was immediately disproven. In 20 seconds, you were able to Google it and say, oh, wait, I was wrong. Perry Mason, a fictional character, never a real man. I still found myself falling into into the trap of looking at supporting characters and wondering, oh, was there a real John Lithgow? Was there a real Tatiana Maslany? Right, yeah. I had to remind myself, no, all fictional. Absolutely. Uh, I loved Tatiana. Tatiana Mislali. Is that how you say her her name? Mislani. Um, Mislani. Mis, um, yeah, she was fabulous in that, um, which is also a very, very different role from her, like, She-Hulk uh, mm-hmm. stuff. So that, that, that was what I knew her from, and then she got cast as She-Hulk, and I was like, I mean, I don't see it, but sure. Like, she's a phenomenal act- actress, so... There you go. <laughs> I still haven't seen Orphan Black, but I know she plays like eight different characters or something. I don't even know how many, but I know it is very many. That's cool. That's fun. Good stuff. And then um, it's it's sad about our flag means death being canceled. Well, um, I'm so happy they getting... got to a point where they could wrap it up, though. Yeah. I, I, it seemed like the fate of season one was like, a little up in the air before they got a season two. So they're like, let's do a season two as if it is a final season. Yeah. Yeah. So at, at least it did have somewhat of an ending there, but there you go. Uh, well, I say we take a quick break for some housekeeping. When we got, when, when we come back, M- Melissa, I, I, I checked our document last night uh-huh. for all our notes and stuff like that. And I saw something that made me super excited on our list. You simply put, let me describe this guy I saw. I will describe <laughs> the guy I saw. I altered when the phrasing of the note, but I'll tell you about that guy. <laughs> when we come back, Melissa will describe the guy she, she saw. <laughs> we'll be right back. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast. We hope you're enjoying it. If you didn't know, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. But none of this is possible without your support. Head over to patreon.com slash the whatnots, and you can get access to over 40 hours of exclusive content, including our Patreon-first podcast, The Pilots Club, when you sign up at our $3 tier. 
Of course, there is a free version of the Pilots Club available, but episodes are exclusive to our Patreon for two years before they hit the free feeds. If you're interested in buying merch, we have shirts, hoodies, mugs, and more for sale over at the whatnots.com slash store. Another great way to help us out is by subscribing and leaving a nice rating and review on your podcasting app of choice. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel for video versions of the show, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, you can always find out more information about the shows we make on our website, thewhatnots.com. We are back. Once again, a big shout out. Big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you. Love you a lot. Thank you. Thank thank you. Uh, Over on the Pilots Club this month, we talked about uh, Heat Vision and Jack, uh, created by Ben Stiller, starring Jack Black and the voice of Owen Wilson. Uh, This one was ridiculous. I had a great time with it. Uh, and you can find the pilot on YouTube itself if you want to go check it out, because uh, I highly recommend it. End it. Uh, we had a blast with that one. Uh, Melissa, you got to pick the the one that we are doing next month. You want to get people a reminder of what we will be up to over there on the Pilots Club for this next month? Yeah, we'll be watching the pilot the standalone pilot that I believe this aired once on Adult Swim as a one-off special and was never picked up to full series. We'll be watching Welcome to Eltingville, which is an animated series based on the series of comics about just these four nerds, these four nerdy teenage boys in like New Jersey who get into antics and arguments at their local comic book store. There you go. Sounds fun. Sounds fun to me. Uh, Don't forget that uh, the Pilots Club also now has a free feed. So if you want to go check out some of the stuff that we do uh, on the Pilots Club, you can now do so wherever you get your podcasts as well as on our YouTube channel. Uh, And our first first episode is up and it is all about the pilot of Eureka, uh, the sci-fi show from I think like 2006-ish. Thereabouts. Yeah. Go, go check it out. Uh, the Pilots Club episodes release first and foremost to our Patreon supporters at the $3 tier and above and remain there for two years before they hit free feed. So if you check it out and you like uh, what we're up to over on the Pilots Club, you can support us on Patreon. Do all that stuff. You guys heard the, the spiel. Uh, okay, right here on the Captain's Log, this past episode, Melissa explained football. I, yeah. I, I challenged her uh, a couple months ago to explain football. You were uh, trying to learn a little bit more about it uh, as a way to connect to your father. Uh, and I, I said, you, <laughs> the classic you know story. What? This yeah. is the impetus behind most sports movies is connect to father. Yeah, indeed. Um, but yeah, I, I was then like, well, how about you take that one step further and explain it on the podcast? <laughs> uh, so I did. If you want to hear Melissa explain football, that's what we did last week here on the Captain's Log. It was a blast. We had a good time. Gotta say, uh, it was fun watching a Super Bowl for reals for the first time in my life. Not just being go. in the room while a Super Bowl is on. There you go. Actually watched it. Watched the whole thing. Of course, the first one I choose to watch consciously is the one that goes into overtime and lasts like four or five hours. I heard it was a good game. 
Mm-hmm. Well, God, I understand. Um, cool. Uh, then over on the review show, uh, we just put up our episode of Moonlighting Seasons 1 and 2. Uh, Melissa, you brought this one to the table, uh, and uh, it, we, we had a, bl- a blast with this one in the mid to late 80s kind of case of the week detective show uh, starring a young Bruce Willis. Uh, is kind of one of the prime examples of the will they, won't they that a lot of mm. TV write, writers point to. It's like that one. That's a good example, yeah. example of mm-hmm. that. So, nice piece uh, of TV history. All of that, yeah. Uh, so go check that out over on the review show. Uh, over on the reactor core, we have a couple of trailer reactions up for you guys to check out, including Deadpool and Wolverine. Uh, and now, why am I blanking on the other one that we did? Twisters. Uh, Twisters, yeah. Um, filmed right here in Oklahoma, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So go check that stuff out. Uh, and uh, keep your eyes open for our True Detective Season 4 spoiler cast over on the Reactor Core. Uh, I think we will be recording that tomorrow as of recording this. So be on the lookout for that. But that is it for housekeeping um, right now. So yeah, Melissa, you got some splaining to do. Splain this guy. I wish I could. I wish I could explain (laughs) the guy. Last weekend, I worked a private fundraiser trivia event. Uh, I I host weekly bar trivia is one of my gigs. We've been on a winter hiatus, so I haven't done it for the past couple months. But they pulled me in to also co-host one of the private events that this company does. You can hire them for. And this was in a huge... Uh, like Hilton Hotel Ballroom, very fancy. It's the standard fundraiser trivia night where there's tables of like 10 people. Everybody brings in snacks. You can decorate and theme your table. You might want a prize for best theming. Mm-hmm. I think our prize went to a Mardi Gras themed table that named themselves Bead Me Up Scotty. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> really like that. So there's some Mardi Gras themed tables, some Super Bowl themed tables, because it's just like what you can buy decorations for at the store right now this time right, of year. Yeah. Other than that, nobody really went that intense. Uh, folks kept coming up to the like little stage where we're hosting the trivia from to ask how to get started playing. We, it's very modern. You play on your phone. You scan a QR code. You enter in all your answers on the phone and most fundraiser trivia nights are like people in their 50s. That's the sure. audience. The yeah. Young folks besides me don't go to these. I'm not even that young anymore. I am 33. <laughs> but lots of questions. How do I do this? And one guy who kept coming up to me and asking questions was dressed exactly like John Goodman in The Big Lebowski. Okay. <laughs> dressed like him and looked like him. He had, like, the, the, the same haircut, the same glasses. He was of similar build. He's wearing the, the vest. I think there's a, there's a pin on his vest of that character. There's a little, little Walter Sobchak on the big Walter Sobchak. <laughs> sure, yeah. And then he would, like, walk away and disappear into this crowd, and I wasn't able to spot what table he was coming from. So I was wondering, is this guy part of a Coen Brothers-themed table? 
Is he mm. sitting next to like a Marge Gunderson and an Anton Chigurh and a Barton Fink? Yeah. Or, like maybe yeah. he's from an entirely John Goodman themed table sitting next to a Dan Connor and a Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Ooh, the, <laughs> James I, P. Sullivan. Yeah, I don't remember his name. The one from uh, Oh Br- Brother, Where Art Thou? The one-eyed <laughs> yeah, Bible like, salesman. I, right, it reads. The you Cyclops. You could go so many different ways with how this man was dressed. And it I I didn't want to ask him because I've got it's kind of crowded, it's kind of loud. Like I don't have time for a small talk. There's somebody right behind him who's also like, "My phone battery died. How do we start the game over on somebody else's phone?" And it wasn't until the end of the night that I walk past the table where he's sitting. And it's just all normal people. <laughs> Nobody else is in a costume. There's no decorations, no theming. They've just got the standard, like, big thing of chips and dip and if everybody brings to a, a trivia night. So I think... He's all about it. <laughs> I think that's just this guy's lifestyle, is he's a Walter Sobchak all the time. Potentially. I, I mean, like, because you, you guys weren't doing any kind of, like, costume. Like, it's not a costume no, party. No, What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was there any kind of like Comic Con event near you or like Film Con near you? No, recently? no. Could be cosplaying something and just like walked over from whatever <laughs> event uh, <laughs> he was at, right? Like Big Lebowski Con, right? That happened right. to be upstairs or something. Um, <laughs> it seems to be his down. personal. Oh, I'll play trivia. <laughs> seems to be his personal lifestyle. And he did genuinely look a lot like John Goodman and John Goodman is from Missouri. So maybe this is a, another mm. Goodman, a cousin Goodman who <laughs> is sort of, do you remember the story about how I think it's Efren Ramirez who played Pedro and Napoleon dynamite. He had a twin brother who kept saying he was Efren Ramirez and would go is to that... open like a car dealership or something Holy... under his name. Is that real? I think I'm pretty sure that's what happened and to that guy. And he had to give his brother like a cease and desist because it wasn't his idea. I'll send my brother in my place. The brother was like, I'll make money off of pretending to be my brother from the cult hit Napoleon Dynamite. That's wild. I had no idea. Crazy. So this guy did not look enough like John Goodman to impersonate him. But. You, he would never fool anybody, but if the same way you could hire Santa mm-hmm. uh, or hire like a woman dressed as Elsa to come to your little kid's birthday party. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could just hire this guy who kind of looks like John Goodman in The Big Lebowski. It'll come do anything with you. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> can you hire the Big Lebowski? No, but you can't hire the Big Lebowski's loud friend. <laughs> For a second there, when you started the story that he was like this oddly dressed man that kept coming up, I thought you were going to say, and he looked exactly like Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Oh, table of all Paul Blarts. Paul yes. Blart Mall Cop themed table. Somebody's dressed as the bird he fights. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, Melissa, I, I got to experience some, some funky cookies. 
uh, this How week funky. here. Uh, pretty funky. Uh, they are Space Dunk Oreos. I Whoa! have them right here. Um, Space Dunk Oreos. They're limited edition. Um, they're supposed to be like a space uh, cosmic theme thing going on here. We saw them at the dollar store and I was looking at the packaging because the cr cream, the like icing in the center is both pink and blue. They have uh -huh. like a, a cyan and magenta layer on it. Um, and so we were like, oh, these look neat. They look fun. And then we took a closer look at the packaging. Uh, they also have Pop Rocks Whoa. in them. Yeah. So I've had, the, you, like, I've had that you before. It was like a it was like a Fourth of July themed Oreo that was like. Oh, interesting. Fire fireworks theme. Pop yeah. Rocks represents fireworks. We put those in the cream. So, yeah, I mean, we had never seen anything like that. So we took a gig gamble and was like, let's just buy a pack and see what they're like. Uh, and yeah, really interesting. Uh, you, you don't notice them at first, but the, the pop rocks are kind of this like after not not taste, but like after effect, like after you've you've swallowed most of your bite, then it starts to pop off uh, they're not anything like life changing or anything like mm -hmm. that. I'm not being like, I'm exclusively eating Oreos with pop rocks from now on. Um, but it's, it's, they're neat as like a novelty one time thing. Have a couple with your friends. Um, so that's it. Cool. Funky cookies. That's all I have to say. And then space dunk invisible cookies with my, uh, empty Valentine's day. <laughs> thing <laughs> i'm puzzled by the name space dunk i saw that they had right. rocket chips printed on the cookie but they have a few is that it on there were these no, done in have... partnership with nasa no i don't think so it's just five galactic designs with cosmic cream with popping candy it's not exactly pop rocks but uh no they have spaceship cosmic they have cream. a five-pointed star that's glowing they have a shooting star they have a, a space helmet. Uh, and then I guess what is a telescope on there, too? A Hubble. Yeah, a Hubble. But that's kind of it. It was fun. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Cosmic cream is such an abstract term. I think it could be any color and you would call it cosmic cream. Purple right. cosmic, have, green cosmic, yellow have, cosmic, had orange. The space flavored coca-cola i think i saw you drink one once but i didn't drink one yeah i i i, I don't remember if i had one specifically but i knew they were ma making it for a little bit but that was also just like what what do you what does space taste like how how would anyone know like you could just be putting <laughs> <laughs> out regular coke with a new mm. label it tastes like space and right, I can't just like, wow, that. Yeah, it. I guess it does because I can't tell them otherwise. They also had the <laughs> Coke that tasted like dreams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I, one I did I like, think I, I had, which had like a weird citrusy flavor, but also like a creamy flavor. Which is a at creamsicle. that point? It, it, a like, dreamsicle. Is is this? Yeah. It like is is this just like orange cream Coke? Or like cherry cream Coke, or I don't know. 
They already have cherry vanilla Coke, so it might just be that. Who knows? I like the idea of sodas moving into the same space as candles, where, mm. sure, you can have a, a candle that's a real scent, like a vanilla cupcake or, uh, I don't know, uh, pine tree forest or whatever. But yeah. then you have the abstract scents, like one of my favorites from Bath and Body Works is A Thousand Wishes. Sure. Yeah. Into the night. You just- you, you sent me a video recently of someone melting down every single like Yankee candle yes. into one big giant yes. thing. Oh, uh, the latest from Sophia Nygaard, who loves to do Franken experiments like this. What if I uh-huh. mixed one of every X together? Then what would happen? But in a very studious way where she's like, we did our research. We broke things down like mathematically. We divided everything into categories. Here's the scent ratios. <laughs> so we really know what the average, the mean of all Yankee candles is. And we broke down the scent profile. And we did a lot of science trying to figure out how we do this. What do we put it in? That's kind of wild. Yeah, they had I, I, I didn't watch the full thing, but I skipped around in it. And they had, yeah, just like a giant tube of... And just they were pouring this wax in of every kind of candle that they had melted in. It was kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but good stuff. Great. Uh, I Great was about stuff. to you were you were talking about something as as you were starting to get into the sodas. I was yeah. also thinking in the back of my mind, this is something that I feel like I'm kind of surprised isn't a thing. Why don't we have a popular fruit punch soda? I know it exists. I know it's out there, but it's Hawaiian not like punch. Inter- right. But it's not a soda. It's not oh. carbonated, right? Like sure. But you you can probably get like a a a Fanta that is fruit punch flavored or some kind mm. of equivalent, some Shasta cola or some uh, who knows or like Jones Jones soda, yeah. right? Um, like I I know it probably exists, but I feel like a fruit punch soda would do good and would be in like your standard lineup of sodas but i guess not i (laughs) i don't know if it's been relegated to a beverage for children i mean i guess i never see an adult (laughs) buy hawaiian punch exclusively for themselves but you're right there's no good reason why you can't you need to start doing that you Alone watching Madam Web at 4 p.m. drinking a Hawaiian punch on Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, but I, I feel like that leads us into, into uh, your other question here about uh, restaurants and lowbrow food. So here. there's... What was your thoughts? You'll go to a restaurant and they will have a fancier restaurant quality version of what is traditionally a homemade food. Typically a comfort food, something like you can get your adult grilled cheese or fancy mac and cheese. Or I think when you and I went out Mm -hmm. that first night, I, I came to Oklahoma City, we got like fancy deviled eggs or something. Yes. yeah. They're upscaling these... Uh, like sort of potluck foods. That's a trend nowadays. 
And I was thinking about mm. ants on a log. Good old finger foods. You know the childhood sure, snack yeah. ants on a log where your mom <laughs> would take fill a, a channel of celery with peanut butter and put raisins in it? I would... Yep. Which is absolutely. a snack I do still turn to as an adult. Because I'm like, that's moderately healthy. You get the natural peanut butter. It's fun. It's nostalgic. Lots of different textures. It's real crunchy. And then you've got the chewy raisins. It really hits the spot ants on a log. I don't know why it's only a child's recipe. I looked up variants on ants on a log. And most of them were like, not elevated in flavor. They were just cuter in different ways. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, no. Sure. They put like, they make a face right. out of it instead. Or Nobody is really figuring out how to upscale the ants on a log. And I've never seen this brought to a restaurant. I. Interesting. I as as you were saying that, I was also thinking, what if there's a restaurant out there whose whole gimmick is that they switch the the adult and children's <laughs> menu so the 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 children get the filet mignon the children get the mignon clam chowder or whatever it is right yeah uh whereas the only thing on the adult menus are like pbj uh mac and cheese of like i i guess you could have your standard burger uh but, i know nuggets. yeah like stuff like that it, it had yeah, dino nuggets, ants on a log, but it's all like adult sizes and portions and Sincerely, stuff it, like that. If this was on a menu, if I could order a side, it could be a side, could be an appetizer, could be sweet enough to be a dessert, an ants on yeah. a log. And I was thinking, right, there's no, there's different kinds of apples. There's a spectrum of apples from your, your cheap little red delicious to your something that's more flavorful, more robust, higher end, like a, a cosmic crisp or something like that. Celery's mm-hmm. j- celery's just celery. There's no other kind. Con- it's one. It's one yeah. kind. Celery kind. You can get it regular or yep. organic. Absolutely. Cut up or not cut up. That's it. I don't know the name of celery. Its name is celery. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have breeds. It doesn't have varietals or flavors. It's it's that. So like you could peanut butter. I mean, you could do something fancier like a, an almond butter. But the I don't know how fancy raisins get. Like there's all sorts of wine grapes, but there aren't like wine raisins. Mm. You don't raisin those high end grapes. What if you took the the cotton candy grapes? and turn those into raisins so they were cotton candy raisins i'd love to see it i i don't see it enough i (laughs) there's a this is a food that i think does have a ceiling on it there's not much more you could do with it but i want to see that gap closed do the little more that you can with it i want to go to a bar and grill i want to go to some hipster restaurant that they're like, we do things a little differently. This <laughs> this is mac and cheese, but it's for you, an adult. We put, like, crunched up Doritos on it, but, like, in a gourmet way. A restaurant called The Kid's Menu. Or a, a right. bar ca- called The Kid's Menu. That'd be fun. I'd love it. Like that scene in Cocaine Bear where Alden Ehrenreich goes to the bar and eats buttered noodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what else could they do? Because that, that was your question of like what other kind of lowbrow foods could they elevate in this way? Lowbrow or like childish. Sure. Like nobody right. looks down on the ants on a log the same way nobody looks down on like crayons. They, they serve their purpose for a limited yeah. younger audience. Uh. I I I would be interested in like in in-house cereal. Oh like yes. Not, not like Kellogg's yeah. branded stuff, but like we made it here at the restaurant. This is our cereal. Why aren't places why isn't like a hotel chain doing that? You go to a Marriott, that's the only place you can get Marriott flakes. Right? Yeah. Marriott marshmallow flakes. Yeah. Um, Marshall Marriott. <laughs> Something like that would be neat. Um, you, you, you also kind of alluded to kind of like finger food, like buffet style uh, food. So even like pigs in a blanket kind of uh, thing. Like, I love yeah, a pig I, in a blanket. That's something yeah, I think I have fun. seen upscaled somewhat. You'll get the like weenie and a puff pastry with like a special mm -hmm. like seasoning or something on it you can do that a little fancier i've seen it but i would like to see it more yeah i i feel like that's more of a, like an hors d'oeuvre kind of thing that you see at like a fancy party and yes. stuff like that but not at like a sit-down restaurant right you can't order them the way you can order the plate of fancy deviled eggs yeah um we need to expand on the number of foods you can order at a restaurant is what I'm saying. What uh, some of my friends growing up, they were Filipino. Uh, they they had spam eggs and rice, oh, and they they did good. stuff like that. And that that was something I had never had until I met them. And I was like, this is actually real good. I like this a lot. I um, that I think I have seen sometimes, or not seen, but like heard of. We're gonna do something nice to spam. We treat spam with respect in these walls. Um, what else would be a good thing? Oh, oh, we just bought a box of these last time we went to the grocery store. Uh, like fruit by the foot or fruit roll up. Ooh. Right? Like that kind of snack or even like g -g -g gushers. What if that was like the dessert? Interesting things with gushers to not enough things gush we moved on to the chocolate lava cakes we abandoned mm -hmm. the gushers why aren't there yeah, little chocolate did. lava cakes the size of gushers and gushers the size of the chocolate lava cake a gusher made in a ramekin <laughs> <laughs> giant gushers i think they have those no i i guess a giant gusher would just be a jelly donut oh kind of yeah yeah. Right. What? Yeah. What? I I don't go very far into these pedantic is a hot dog a sandwich food conversations. But now or I am wondering. Taco. What is or isn't a gusher? <laughs> is a ravioli a gusher? A savory gusher? Yeah, technically. Is stuffed crust pizza a gusher? Hot pockets are a gusher. Uh, 
Oh man. Um, I don't know. I yeah. What else could they, like? But like that would be big thing. Like how fun would it be to have like a a party sized fruit mm. by the foot? But it's Ooh. like twelve feet long. Oh my god! Yes, you right? cut it, it into little in slivers, roll, like that big. <laughs> yeah. You don't need a plate. You don't even need the little dessert plates. You it can comes just in pick a it up dispenser. And it, in- <laughs> <laughs> it comes on a big drum. Yeah. Sw- just wound around a massive spool. You wheel it out to your car. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down for that. That'd be fun. Especially if they had temporary tattoos on them. Or could find a way to make yes. them alcoholic. We've mastered oh, the yes, jello absolutely. shot. Have we have we yet tried the fruit by the foot shot? Yeah. Uh the the fall the fall on your your feet shot. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that'd be fun. Like especially especially if you could do alcoholic versions of that. That'd be nice. Um What other things do you give to a kid that's just like, here's a quick snack or something that we can we can do. We can make. Uh, we already have a bunch of fancy mac and cheeses. Fancy grilled cheeses. Um, Charcuterie boards are just adult launchables. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need to bring I back the adult know. juice box, like the Boku that Owen Wilson drinks in Loki, the defunct adult <laughs> juice box Boku. Um, I, I guess the adult juice box is just boxed wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I feel like because even like bagel bites, the adult version of that is just <sighs> pizza or like French bread pizza or mm-hmm. like actual mm. bagel pizza. Um, mm-hmm. So you 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 could make fancier bagel pizza. Uh, we should to do that. Um, Somebody in New York's doing it. There's some I've, little I've hole in the Wall like Street homemade... restaurant in New York that's yeah, just I've, doing fancy bagel pizzas. I've 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 made fancy bagel pizzas at home. Um, more 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 like uh, chicken nuggets. And chicken strip, like, cause yeah. it, we, we've we've stopped at the the nugget or the sh- or the strip, and it's either more dino shaped. Yes, it's either more dino shapes. Sh- shaped or the like almost tetramino shaped ones. I don't I don't know what they are. Or the the um, McDonald's classics of boot and right, bell. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then that's you also what the have restaurant's the, like, called. The, Shut up. That's bell. what the restaurant's called. Our chicken nugget restaurant. It's called the boot and the bell. <laughs> um, but like, it, but they, they, they also typically only have like spicy or regular, right? You could have yeah. multiple flavors, yes. right? You could have like a, a jerk chicken nugget. Uh, you could have a, a barbecue flavored chicken nugget. Yeah. Put, put Doritos on this. Yeah. Any Flame kind of chips. hot chicken nugget. Yeah. Something like that. That'd be good. Truffle. <laughs> Truffle yeah. Parmesan chicken nugget. Yeah. I mean, so I, I guess we also have boneless wings, which yeah. that would be where all the flavors are. They're the like yes. rubs or the dips. But even then, it is just, it's like a chunk of chicken. 
rather than like it's not a it's shape. shaped right it's it's not shaped like a t-rex or we're, a dinosaur we're, gonna, we're not gonna only have exclusive highbrow flavors we're gonna have exclusive highbrow shapes like opera glasses we'll be the the, the fortnight <laughs> bmw of, of, uh, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll we'll be the the, the fortnight of chicken nugget restaurants out there <laughs> All so kinds of diff- skins you can come in. You want the Marvel <laughs> set. You want the John Wick set. You want the. Oh my god! <laughs> this... You want the Perry Mason set. Oh, I <laughs> love his it. cow. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We've got the shaped macaroni, uh, for like SpongeBob or Dora the Explorer or something. Make it it's for adults, like adult things too. <laughs> right. This <laughs> get your box of Succession and cheese. And then if you go in that room back behind the beads back there, you can get some other shapes and stuff that you might want back there. But uh, only if you go back there. (laughs) Right. You can get SpongeBob or you can get penis. And I've never seen like maybe I'm not going to the right stores, but I haven't seen like boob macaroni and cheese. That's a circle. That's easy. That's easier to make than the penis shape. (laughs) Right. Boob shape. Butt shaped. So many kinds Ooh, of butts pasta. out there. I love yeah. a butt pasta. But that's Absolutely. it. It's like we go for like the the bachelorette party joke or we go for the thing for kids mm. and there's nothing in the middle. The, there's there, no you tasteful can't... newts, right? It's right. E- either like dick straws or SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, no tasteful newts and foods. Tasteful newts and foods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man, um, <laughs> that's good. I like that idea. That's I really like the idea of proprietary cereal. I think that's genius, and I don't know why. Like, the Disney World Resort hasn't gotten oh, yeah. that. If you stay yeah, at a Disney absolutely. World hotel, you can have a cereal. Nobody there, else has. There has been like Disney cereals out there, right? Like a like a Mickey Mouse cereal, right? As like a promotional sure. thing. Right, Princess sure. Puff, something like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They should have that on on their uh, on their parks and campuses and stuff. <laughs> All that good stuff. Um, cool. Do you, we're gonna wrap up the show with our pop culture lightning round here. I, one of these is quite notable. It's barely even yes. a lightning round. This, the release of the Fantastic Forecast has been so unusual. Because people were so excited for it. This is something that really seemed press conference worthy. Announced yeah. this at a, a Comic-Con, a D23, something like that. And instead, we've been living in the space where they've been very strongly suspected and all but confirmed for like months. And then they just release a, they photoshopped a Valentine. And for Valentine's Day, they're like, here you go. It, From our it's family them. to yours. It's, we love it's you. them who, who you've been thinking. You know how Valentines are sent from an entire family? Right. My, you my know families do that. The, all, of, the, the, yeah. all of the Springers send a Valentine. <laughs> what if a Valentine? <laughs> you know, you buy the pack of Valentines and there's a big one for teacher. It's never sure, like your parents yeah. also sign that. <laughs> to mrs thanks for putting Smith. up with our kid we love you a lot <laughs> from all every springer not just kyle uh but yes what a 
I'm happy to, to know this information now officially, but what a perplexing journey we've been on to, to get yeah. the information. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I, I mean, I, I, I liked the art that they put up with it. Uh, it's the cute. illustrator who, who did that, did a great job. Um, I love that you yeah, see the I, thing and then they've got a picture of like his like ben astronaut. Yeah. Right. So like you, you can't make the thing look that much like the actor. So they're like, here is the actor. Yeah. And I, I really hope this is canonically a part of the Baxter building. Like how I've been pushing for the Blade movie to have a scene where Blade wears a hat with his name on it. Like how right, they yeah. literally introduced Mahershala Ali where he puts on the Blade hat. I want that to be canon. Blade wears a hat and the hat with his name on it. I want this same big astronaut picture of Eben Moss Baccarat to be in the Baxter building. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yes, uh, if you are unawares, the cast of the Fantastic Four has been announced. They announced it on Valentine's Day. Uh, and it is Pedro Pascal as uh, Reed Richards, Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, Joseph Qu Quinn as Johnny Storm, and Iban Masbakrak as Ben Grimm, the thing. Um, thing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm only unfamiliar with Joseph Qu Quinn. I don't know what he's really been in. He had a pretty standout supporting role in this last season of Stranger Things. Okay. And I'm sure he's I been in other things, but that's the thing most people point to uh, and that I know him from. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited for uh, The Thing. I think that's great casting, especially after seeing his energy in the bear and he he has a chicago accent in 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 mm. that but if they if he like he can make that a new york one and keep that same energy and he'll he'll be spot on he'll be perfect oh, I'd, love if, <laughs> I'd love if he was a chicago transplant and that's another thing oh, that sure. makes him yeah. feel like an outsider besides being a rock man he also sure, can't get yeah. the kind of hot dogs he likes in New York City. Why, right. why is your pizza different? I need mine thicker. <laughs> he opens a chain of thick, deep dish pizza restaurants, deep as him. him. The, we see him in the background arguing, arguing with someone at a, like a hot dog cart. You're making hot dogs wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't buy Cubs jerseys in my size anymore. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like this cast. I, I, I think this will, this will be a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't know if I have really much else to say about it besides that. There was me, a time. A good, good cast. There was a time when people were theorizing, what if they flip it? What if they kind of mess with the power sets and, mm. uh, Sue is stretchy and Reed is invisible. And. Interesting. That. I have been thinking about that. So the, the thing about Pedro Pascal is that he has become very well known for playing a role that is primarily vocal based in playing yeah. the Mandalorian, where his face is very rarely seen. I wonder yeah. if they're utilizing that specific strength of his. They're like, Pedro, we're going to see you way more than we saw the Mandalorian. Uh, but you've you've got the talents to be invisible most of the time. Vanessa Kirby, we'd love to see you stretch. We'd love to see you 20 feet wide, Vanessa Kirby. 
um i i don't think i would like that or i don't think that would go down kind of well uh because of of her being the invisible woman that was kind of one of the the things of when when the fantastic four was created like that is what it was a commentary on the role of the woman in the family in the household and that she is kind of invisible and mm -hmm. and having her uh like secretly be the best member of this team right yeah uh, it, it, it w w was kind of the 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 shining light and the strength of that series so i i think I feel like it'd be kind of weird if you flipped it around. I don't know. Um, but yeah, who knows? Who who knows exactly what their origin story uh, will be yeah. according to, to the MCU? Um, it, it appears to be set in the 60s. So I Possibly. don't know what that means. Exactly. Maybe we'll get to see some more of uh, Shield, um stuff like that. Mm. I forget when they got got started uh, yeah it would be the mid 40s early 50s ish so we're we're in the area where the era where you've got like hank pym there we can yeah. see some luscious 1960s hank pym hair yep. <laughs> peggy's hanging around peggy would be there yeah we've got um, the whole shield gang might be fun to see them that's true yeah yeah who knows in indeed um i would love to see uh howard stark again but yes, when when yes. Do, when when do they do the cutoff line for which right. howard stark do they use yes yes um bring I, dominic I, cooper back maybe he's aged into guy from madman era now yeah, give him like more silver hair to 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 look like. Uh, I I forget his the actor's name. Who's he's also a phenomenal actor. Um, yeah, guy from Mad Men. Yeah, Mad Men guy. Um, or even because uh, in the Agent Carter show, you see Jarvis. You see the real life version yeah. of Jarvis. I would love to see more of him come back. Um, I don't remember if he met his fate or whatnot in that show that show only lasted two seasons unfortunately mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know this it's exciting stuff so did john his name's john slattery i'm like i know i know yes, this man uh, yeah <laughs> what thank you it? thank you um but did 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 you see how part of the cast started to get leaked earlier on uh, for what fantastic four yeah um oh so, yeah of, yeah i was i was following all, all that era of it's this person no it's this person this is who we're looking at and it's all like so much of it happened last summer during the strikes so it's just entirely rumors and hearsay and this well, there was this all was, of that yeah mm-hmm and then a couple days before this announcement uh it was the sag aftra website had something on their website that yeah. said Pedro P P Pascal is starting production on Fantastic Four right. very soon. Uh, and it was the the director uh, who then like 
not retweeted, but like put on his Instagram stories one of those pictures that the like geek news sites put up that are like it's all you know Pedro Pascal to star in the according to SAG AFTRA, um, and he he put that on his stories. Uh, and then, like, the day after, like, deleted everything on his Instagram. Uh, so everyone was like, oh, yeah, I think that's uh, maybe may pretty official here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder so. what it's like to be an actor and if you prefer the big Comic-Con announcement where you walk out on stage and Kevin right? Feige yeah. gives you a hat. Or if you like the quieter, here's just a press release and we photoshopped a fun image for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it kind of depends, right? Um, right. Like, it, I kind of feel bad if, if, like, Joseph Quinn wanted to, like, walk out on stage at Comic-Con. He'll, he'll, he, he'll get his time. He, he can, but he doesn't get as big of the surprise bump. He's like, oh, they, right. they already know it's me. Well, now they have the, 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 the thing where they can bring them out on stage and in the middle of like a cast interview, Doom! Dr. Doom will come out and he unmasks himself, right? That'd ah! be awesome. That'd be fun. Yeah. God, just like pulls, he, some, he pulls the mask off. Like, wasn't it Andrew Garfield who did that once? Right. Showed yeah. up as <laughs> Spider-Man and pulled the mask off and that's Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, stuff like that would be really, really fun. They could do things with that. Uh, over at the Distinguished Competition, DC Comics also announced the release date for Joker 2, and it got completely overshadowed by uh, the Fantastic Four. Um, so Joker 2 is coming out October 4th, 2024. Uh, I still have not seen the first one of that me me either so. i also still need to see it uh and then beyond that uh marvel also released uh their first trailer for x-men 97 their new animated sh show melissa did you get a chance to check it out are you interested in that one at all i i did watch the eric voss breakdown of it because i have mm -hmm. vague memories of the x-men sure. cartoon series i People really love it. I know that much. So I'm excited for them that that show is getting a direct continuation. This is a direct sequel of the original yeah. show. But I know this is one of the things that people will be so hyped to talk about and I will not connect with at all. Because everybody's going to come to it with like, I love this show growing up. Finally, they're continuing it. This means so much to me. And they shake me by the shoulders saying, have you seen X-Men 97? X-Men 97 <laughs> is incredible. For these, it's like the way people would t yell at me about, I don't know, Ahsoka or something. And I'm sure. like, I don't have the context you have. I can't get the context you have. I can't go back and make myself love this show when I was seven. So I so, never like it as much as you do. So I'm not I I'm think, not going to bother. I think you and I are kind of on the tail end of when people watched and liked that show. Because I, I, I have a lot of nostalgia for that show, but I'm kind of like you. I never actually watched it. I, I caught a random episode a lot more. here and there. For, 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 for me, it was X-Men Evolution. Exactly. Yes. That's the one I watched. That's um, our generation. Yeah, uh, 
but I like I still I still have nostalgia for the original X Men cartoon. I like it. I love the memes. I love the the sound track. That theme song is so iconic, right? Um, and I, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I have to say, I I don't think Marvel Animation has has been the greatest uh, they, i don't think they have the greatest track record overall uh their shows have uh, at the best been okay uh there's a few that are decent but of course nowhere near to the heights that the dc comics animated shows had um but uh i'm 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 hoping because this is newer it seems to be like this it's not marvel studios that's making this it is marvel animation but how how connected is this to not the mcu but marvel studios like how much do they have a it seems like this is coming from the team who did like uh what if and i don't know what the the lineage is and how much team connection there is between like the cartoons that would be on disney xd to like where we are now with these series yeah um we'll see i'm excited i liked that trailer i thought it was a a really neat trailer to see that old school tv with the action figures setting Mm -hmm. up and it's slowly zooming in um yeah i thought that was fantastic uh i I, i'm also x-men comics have been such a large part of the marvel universe that i've kind of stayed away from just because it's overwhelming there's so much and it can get so complicated um but it seems like they're doing a storyline with uh magneto taking over the x-men after professor x has died which is something that did happen in the comics i do know that i uh back when i used to listen to jay and miles explain the Mm -hmm. x-men i remember them talking about that storyline and i think that's right around the era of new mutants so i'm wondering even if they're like in their back pocket keeping like a new mutant spinoff uh mm-hmm. hey if this does well could we do something else with it with this in that same universe mm. uh, who knows but i think there were also some some x-men comics the x-men like 93 comics or whatever year they set it in after the show um that was published uh, a handful of years ago i don't remember how those uh did but connected with the show if you're in- mm-hmm. interested so there you go there you go uh, and then I'm super excited uh, because the trailer for Invincible Season 2 Part 2 also got mm. released this past week. Um, I recently did a read-through of all the Invincible comics. Fantastic series. Um, this season 1 of the cartoon was incredible. Uh, and I have been saving Season 2 uh, so that I can binge it all uh, and and watch it so i'm happy that part two is finally coming out and i'm getting closer to being able to watch it so i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) good stuff i i I know you've not dived into that one at all but did 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 you by chance uh see the 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 trailer or uh, anything i i I have not i'm this one missed me entirely (laughs) that is a-okay um 
but yeah, that's uh, kind of all of the, the pop culture stuff that I was seeing this week. Um, of course, rumors are now swirling out there about who will play Dr. Doom um, out there. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the near future. <laughs> I remember us talking about this when I came to visit you. Uh, August 2022. We're right. awkwardly standing around your kitchen being like, who do you want for Doom? Michael Shannon. Uh, who do you want for Doom? <laughs> We're still on this. This is taking right. a long time. <laughs> It really is. I remember when they first teased Fantastic Four in the Spider-Man movies? Oh, yeah. It was so long ago. It's right. it's taken forever, and it got de- delayed. It changed directors, like all that stuff. Um, so there you go. That's what's happening in, in the world of geeky news, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, well, there you go. I think that about wraps us up for this week's podcast. Uh, so, Melissa, where can the people find you on the interwebs? I, I've had accounts places at Wilkywit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. I'm not much of a poster anymore, but I can still be messaged. That is A-OK. That happens. Um, yeah. Oops, wrong button. Need to hit uh, this button and then this one. There you go. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. Uh, and if you would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots official on Threads. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, go check out more of our YouTube videos right over there. That would also help us out a bunch. Um, yeah, this has been uh, number 266 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.